This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. While you're on our website, feel free to click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please feel free to check out our YouTube page. Just type in Safe Harbor Retirement Group, and you can watch some videos on different types of financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or even if you want to set up a face-to-face or even a virtual meeting. We're going to start this week's episode with one word, frugal. And I know it's a word that some people wear like a badge of honors that others dread. A lot of my clients tell me that one of their goals when building a retirement strategy is avoid a retirement that requires them to be frugal. And that's great. Retirement is a reward for a lifetime of hard work, diligent planning, and some sacrifice. So you should you know, want to enjoy it. But being frugal doesn't mean you have to go without, and it certainly doesn't mean your retirement has to be constrained. In fact, it's possible that being frugal may make your retirement even more fun and full of potential. When I think of the word frugal, one of the things that often pops into my mind is Ebenezer Scrooge from A Christmas Carol. As you probably recall, Scrooge was very uh, both wealthy and he was also very frugal. In fact, he was frugal to the point that he didn't enjoy his life. He was just an unhappy person and capable of finding joy in anything or anyone. But as a Christmas Carol's last act showed us, Scrooge's life became more fun and more profound when he began using some of the money um, to bring himself and those around him joy. So on today's show, we're going to examine the notion that you can both be frugal and happy in retirement. But before we kind of get started with this, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, Corey. And uh, that's funny because when I hear the word frugal, I do think of Ebenezer Scrooge. And I guess it it kind of uh, has a uh, negative connotation. But, uh, Corey, I know as a fact you're no Scrooge, which is why I think uh, (laughs) you'll be buying lunch after the show then, right? (laughs) That's correct, Tony. (laughs) All right. All kidding aside, don't mean to put you on the spot, but I think you've hit on something interesting here. Um, But yeah, before we dig into that, I've had a good week. I got to see some family. And uh, so that was good. How about you? You've been busy, haven't you? I have been busy. Yeah. Um, I was was out of town over the weekend, but, uh, um, you know, this is really the the best time of the year. fall a to be outside yeah you know the weather's a lot nicer now and uh you know looking forward you know to the rest of september and october especially go out and play a little bit of golf and uh you know it's also a very busy time for you know a lot of our listeners out there today to be able to start working on retirement planning for whatever reason 
fourth quarter is probably one of the busiest uh, for us. So, uh, you know, we're kind of, you know, gearing up for that. We also have, you know, of course we do Medicare, Tony. So that'll be actually popping up here come mid-October through, uh, you know, middle December as well. Sure. Well, and I know, yeah, that's uh, true. Medicare open enrollment's coming up. And I know that uh, you work with a lot of folks and can help our listeners out there get their health care straightened out along with their finances. And there really are a lot of ins and outs nowadays to Medicare on what it covers, what it doesn't, making sure you're fully covered. So that's really good. And we'll be talking about that more in some upcoming shows. But, you know, you're right on, on being frugal. Uh, referring to somebody as frugal isn't always a compliment. So I'm excited to put maybe some shine or a positive spin on this today. Yeah, I think that'll be, you know, good conversation for today, Tony. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we're going to start off with is a, an Investopedia article titled, Living Frugally and Happily in Retirement has, and I think it has some very helpful insights for our listeners out there today. You know, it first recommends building a proportional spending plan, and you want to use data from the employee, they're actually using data from the Employee Benefit Research Institute, and it notes that for most people between the ages of 65 and 74, here's how spending roughly breaks down. About 45% is for housing and home-related expenses. 12% 12% for transportation, 11% for food, and then, of course, uh, the remainder of it, the last 10% is going to be for healthcare expenses. Now, digging even deeper, um, folks in that 65 to 74 age group generally spend about 10.5% on entertainment, about 3% on clothing, and five, you know, a little over 5% on the other expenses. So if you look at your current expenses, you know, what, you know, do they fall fairly well within this model? If not, you may want to consider, you know, some adjustments for you. Well, sure. And and you know what? Uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, that model makes sense to me, what you're saying. And working closely with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, that's going to be another way to adjust your budget in a way that emphasizes both frugality, if I can use <laughs> what a word, frugality, and uh, an enjoyable lifestyle. It's funny, every time we say frugal or uh, frugality, um, I think of the, there was an old dance move back in the 60s, a, a dance called the frug. Did you know? I did not <laughs> know that, though. Yeah, I, I'd shown my age. So the I, frug. I, I, yeah, the frug. <laughs> I, I wasn't even born yet, but I, I have, I've heard about it. So anyway, uh, it's interesting. You want to have an enjoyable lifestyle, right, Corey? Yeah, you do want to have an enjoyable lifestyle. And, you know, the article recommends, you know, you need to really define your preferred lifestyle as well. You know, the best place to start, of course, is with your home. You know, are you staying or, you know, are you going to stay put in the home you raised your children in? Or, you know, is it time to downsize to a condo or single floor townhome? You know, if you're really going to throw caution to the wind and live a retirement lifestyle full of nearly endless travel, then that's something you'll need to, you know, carefully think of, you know, when we start talking about the word budget as well. As much as as possible, you should determine your preferred lifestyle before you retire. I want to kind of say that again, Tony, for our listeners out there. You really need to determine your lifestyle before you retire because it's typically not something you want to figure out on the fly. Well, yeah, and if you're going to be on the road a lot, downsizing your current home might be an easy way to save some money as well, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. You know, obviously, you know, smaller homes require less upkeep and maintenance, which keeps more cash in your wallet. 
And by necessity, downsizing means you're going to have to get rid of, you know, some of your stuff as well. And while you'll probably have, you know, to simply donate most of it, um, you may be able to sell some of it and earning a few bucks here and there is never a bad thing. And, you know, we kind of talked about this maybe a week or so ago, Tony, and, you know, odds are your kids don't want your stuff, (laughs) even though you think your kids do want it. And one thing I do want to also mention for our listeners out there, you know, I take part in Downsize Columbus. Um, which is actually going to be on October 31st this year. If you visit uh, downsizecolumbus.com, you can actually register it, you know, to attend that event. Wow, it's on Halloween this year, huh? It is on Halloween. I don't know well, if I'm that... going to dress up that day, but <laughs> we'll see. Well, I know it's going to be a fun event, so uh, combine a Halloween party with the Downsize Columbus party. I like it. Well, and it's funny, we have talked about downsizing because I know it's a great way uh, you know, to, to really help your budget. And it also, you know, can be less work and stress if you downsize your house. Uh, and if ever there was a good goal for retirement, at least for me, it's less work and less stress, right? I agree, Tony. You know, taking a chunk or two out of your transportation budget is another way to embrace more frugality. If you and your spouse or partner are both retired, but each of you still own your own car, you, you might want to consider selling one of them. You not only make some money off the top, but you're also going to enjoy considerable savings with insurance, maintenance, and gas. You know, if each of you know if you each need a car for solo activities, you can of course work out a schedule that keeps you know everyone on the same page. And no matter how many cars are parked on your driveway, you know reaching out to your insurgent insurance agent to discuss some potential savings is also another smart play as well. And and don't forget that you aren't you know bound to stick with the same insurance company forever. You know, if another reputable company comes along and offers similar or better insurance than you have right now, but at a much you know better price, you might as well jump on it. Yeah, true. True. And, you know, uh, we've talked about this, too. A lot of uh, retirees are embracing the RV lifestyle. And I think we should also point out that buying a smaller rig, like a Class C rather than one of the big Class A's, is going to save you a lot uh, of money on the sticker price and on gas, right? That's correct. You know, and, you know, Tony, the, the concept of go big or go home doesn't necessarily apply, you know, when you're trying to be a little bit more frugal as well. That's true. That's true. Well, we should probably take a quick break here. Do you have anything else for us before we do? Yeah. If, you know, for the listeners out there, you can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Feel free to give us a call at 614 and we, when you do call in, we can discuss on how we might be able to answer any questions or address any concerns that you have about your path towards retirement. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And really the best way to take advantage of all this is to schedule a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And we can put a financial plan in place if you don't have one. And if you, if you do have one, we can definitely put that second set of eyes and provide a second opinion for you. Again, our Phone number here is 614-760-0670. All right, and we're going to be right back with more insights into how you can be both frugal and happy in retirement here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, We created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. 
you can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at safeharboroh.com or call us today at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're out on our website, feel free to click on our radio page. You can check out some past shows um, and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, today we're talking about the word frugal. Which often, ha- which also often has that negative connotation, especially as it applies towards retirement. Many think a frugal retirement means no travel, no restaurants, no hobbies. But the reality is being frugal in certain parts of your retirement strategy may provide you more freedom in other parts of your strategy. That's true. Uh, and I think uh, we certainly haven't been frugal with good information so far today. You've given us a lot, Corey. What's the next tip that you have uh, from that article, living frugally and happily in retirement? Well, when we start talking about, you know, being frugal, Tony, I think the next one to kind of look at is food. You know, not, oh, of yeah. course, not spending too much on it. You know, write out a menu, jot down the ingredients you'll need on the shopping list, and then go to the store committed to not buying anything that isn't on your list. You know, shop at super centers or wholesale clubs like Costco, and or maybe even your local farmer's market as well. Yeah. And, you know, we know Americans love going out to eat. I know I'm guilty of that. Uh, Does the article say anything about going out to eat while still saving money? You know, it does, Tony. Um, You know, one simple way to enjoy going out to eat while, you know, sticking to a budget is to eat at, you know, cafeteria, for example, style restaurants like the Golden Corral or fast casual restaurants like Panera or Chipotle, where, you know, tipping isn't always an expectation. You know, if you get out, if, if you do eat out a few times a week going to restaurants where you don't have to tip could end up saving you, you know, a pretty good amount of money as well. Um, so those are the kind of places that I would, that I would highly recommend. Yeah, especially for, for lunches and things. And everybody likes to go out to a nice meal once in a while. And, and, uh, I know, uh, you're a good tipper, Corey, and, uh, so am I, but, but it's true. You want to save money and, you know, you can't eat out three meals a day and, and, uh, be frugal. It's uh, you. You, <laughs> you got to eat at home once in a while. And I like your tip about going to a farmer's market. Uh, that's pretty good. And and uh, you know another thing, they always make jokes about it on uh, sitcoms. But uh, early bird specials, they always joke about retirees <laughs> right. eating eating dinner at four thirty in the afternoon. But the fact remains that the early bird often gets well not only the worm but a, a great meal at a great price. Right. That's exactly right, Tony. You know, and another way to really take care of your retirement budget is to take care of, of course, yourself from a health per, you know, perspective as well. You know, you want to stay up to date on any vaccinations, your annual flu shot, exercise regularly, you know, whether it's a long evening walk through the neighborhood or something, you know, more strenuous like pickleball or, you know, even some type of uh, softball league or something like that, you know, just to be able to, to, to stay active. You also want to work closely with a financial service professional to look into your Medicare Advantage plans as well. Um, of course, we do that here. And you really want to be able to make sure that when we start talking about Medicare, that uh, whether it's Medicare Advantage or even a supplement, right? right? But, you know, you want to make sure that you're on the most least expensive plan with the most amount of benefits. And that's really one of the things we can actually do for you 
is that analysis of your current Medicare plan to make sure that you're in the right spot uh, going forward for the next year. Yeah. Yeah, I think you made a couple of great points there. Staying healthy is important so you can enjoy your retirement. And then I think some people forget it's possible to shop around a bit when it comes to healthcare and ha- rely on you, a financial services professional, to find the best coverage and uh, that's going to be fi- fiscally responsible and give you the most coverage. Yeah, there's no question about that, Tony. And kind of along those same lines, you also want to be certain to schedule elective uh, medical procedures, you know, after you've hit your deductible and do your best to avoid out of not, you know, network doctors or whenever you can, because those out of network expenses can be even a little bit more jaw dropping as well. And you also need to utilize, you know, free preventative care, like some cancer screenings that are often included in plans and see your doctor on a regular basis for checkups. Again, for, you know, for many of our listeners out there that are on Medicare, whether it's a supplement or whether you're on an Advantage plan, it should be reviewed every year, especially your prescription plans. Yeah. Yeah. Preventative care is good. I mean, Ben Franklin said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? You're exactly right, Tony. Um, You know, and I guess Ben Franklin, you know, he did say that, right? But you repeated (laughs) it at the perfect time. So you get the credit, you know, having plenty of fun and an absolutely essential part of retirement. Now, like we said earlier in the show, you've worked too hard to get to retirement only to find yourself sitting on the couch day after day without anything to do because you don't have the money. Now, if your retirement is going to include, you know, golf or day trips or other out of the house activities, why not, you know, ditch cable? You know, it's expensive enough that you aren't using it, you know, using it a lot and it's probably not worth it you know for you out there but you know trade you know cable for netflix or hulu both of which provide endless hours of entertainment for a fraction of the cost of cable you know there's lots of museums concert venues theaters and other you know arts establishments out there that offers uh generous you know senior discounts as well so another great option of course is to volunteer as as an usher maybe it's your favorite venue that way you'll be you know getting out of the house having some fun you know, also seeing a, you know, a great free show and another common one for, I know a lot of men out there has become a starter at a golf course. Yeah. Um, you know, you one. have to work a little bit, but you also can get some, you know, free time for your golf as well. Yeah. You get to golf, uh, and that's true and save money on that. And you get some exercise. And I also know seniors who have had a blast auditing classes at local colleges, getting involved at a local college. Uh, and uh, the traditional students in the class enjoy hearing insights from an older person who maybe has experience in the field they're looking at. Yeah, I think that's a gr- another great option, Tony, for you know a rewarding way to spend some time while also developing new knowledge or a possible skill set as well. You know, when it comes to being more frugal, you know, clothing offers another possibility. You know, depending on your career, you probably had a few suits, dresses, maybe some ties, but guess what? you're retired. So most of those ties can probably be shuffled off to goodwill now, except for the one, you know, you spilled mustard on during that company barbecue (laughs) that, you know, the one that probably should just go right into the trash. Sure. So get rid of those, you know, old clothes that are just taking up space in the closet. But when it comes to your retirement budget, why spend a bunch of money when you don't have to? You know, utilize sales and coupons when shopping at your favorite department store, or even better, stick to thrift stores and garage sales as well. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And retirement is all about what you get to see and do, as well as who you're seeing and doing it with. So 
Well, why spend a ton of money on fancy clothes? Just keep one or two of your classy outfits in case you're invited to a wedding or the opera, right? <laughs> the opera, Tony, yes. And I guess most operas would probably frown, you know, frown on someone showing up in that old you know, Star Wars t-shirt, right? <laughs> right. Now, you know, we, we've had uh, a lot of fun with the word frugal today. And I hope we've, you know, shown that being frugal doesn't mean going without many of the things you enjoy. It simply means, you know, some small elements of uh, frugality, like we've been, you know, discussing, can add up and, and provide a more active, you know, retirement lifestyle for you as well. Well, yeah, we've had a great discussion so far, too. I mean, we're talking about retirement strategies that include some solid budgeting. And, and Corey, I like where you're going with this. It doesn't mean you have to accept a retirement in which you have to go without a lot of things you want. You can, in fact, be both frugal and happy. So what do you have for us next? Well, I kind of thought we'd change a little, you know, switch gears a little bit here, Tony. And we're going to use another Investopedia article, and it's titled, Is Your Retirement Plan on Track? And I think it has some very helpful information for our listeners out there. The article cites that a 2021 retirement confidence survey from the Employee Benefit Research Institute that notes only 30% of respondents claim they're very confident about having enough money for retirement, and 40% express that they're somewhat confident. So that roughly means 30% doubt that they're, you know, heading uh, towards the kind of retirement that they actually want. Yikes. And that's a big number. I mean, uh, if any of today's listeners think they fall into uh, one of those categories, I hope they'll get together as soon as possible with you, Corey, a financial services professional to help them out. Yeah. And that's really what I'm here to, you know, to really do, Tony. And when, it, when we start talking about you know, when it comes to double checking your retirement path, the simplest first step is simply estimating your expenses. It can be natural to think your expenses are going to go down when you retire. While that's often the case, it's not guaranteed. Expenses related to your daily commute will, also, will of course, go down. But retirement may also mean more meals out and even more uh, weekend trips as well. And don't forget to fully include your future housing needs into your examination. You know, if you're likely to downsize your home after you stop working, you'll probably have more money for some of those, you know, dinners out and road trips. But if you plan to remodel your current home or move into a bigger home, you're going to need to account for those increased houses, housing expenses as well. So take some time to add up all of your currently monthly expenses. And from there, determine as best you can how many of those expenses are likely to follow you into retirement. From there, you can work out a comprehensive budget that kind of seeks to provide both a stable and fun retirement. And I can't tell you, Tony, one of the things we talk about more than anything before someone retires are expenses. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you have to know what you're going to need in retirement, what you're spending now, and look at expenses in retirement. And I know that's a big part of what you do for people. Now, we're nearing the end of the show, Corey. So I think we're going to have to jump right to the end here. But this has been a great discussion. Uh, you've talked about a lot of things and a lot of ways that you can be both frugal and happy in retirement. And that's all a part of how you plan. And planning ahead is the way to do that, I know. So before we go today, let our listeners know uh, how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Yeah, for our listeners out there, you can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give us a call in the office here at 614 
760-0670. Again, once you call in, we can discuss on how I'll be able to answer um, or address any concerns that you have about your path towards retirement. Again, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you work so hard for. And really the best way to do that is to take advantage of our uh, complimentary no obligation meeting with me and we'll put a financial plan in place. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.